0: what's up everybody welcome back to another episode of big facts no cap the only podcast that's number one with ufos and big booty hoes i'm adrian as always here with paul let's get big fact let's get no cap big facts no cap
1: big facts no cap no cap big facts no cap No cap. how are you buddy
0: um wait hold on sorry that's just a text from an undergrad he knows i don't answer texts on weekends so <laughs> <laughs> i gotta set my working boundaries do you have that as your email signature the uh my hours my working hours might not be your working hours
1: no that is way too catty to have it in a professional setting
0: that's probably an academic thing since we don't work normal nine to five hours
1: gotcha yeah, it still feels catty. It could just be like you know, working hours may vary or something a little bit less accusatory. I mean, the it whole point of, like of it is like the assumption is already that the person is being too forward, and you're telling them to back the fuck off.
0: No, I think you're misreading it. The way it's supposed to read is like I might be emailing you this at like in the middle of the night, and I understand that you might not be working right now. Don't feel free to like a need to respond right now. Mm. I think you just interpreted it in the least charitable way possible. But I don't know. Maybe that's hey, on you. miss Paul. Venomous Paul's coming back just in time for Halloween. Yeah, what's up, brother?
1: Uh, not much. What's up, brother Paul? <laughs> How did the, uh, how'd the show go? How'd the JPEG show go?
0: Um, well, I'm not that so raven, so I don't know the future.
1: <laughs> oh, it's tomorrow? It's tonight. Oh, yeah. That is so raven of you. I'll tell you what. And I'm like the artsy white friend that hangs out with you. She was like the Phoebe of that crew, right? The white girl that they hung out with.
0: She was really ditzy, yeah.
1: And the black guy was also ditzy. They kind of, they were a group of three sets. They were the a character. group of
0: three idiots. <laughs> <laughs> Disney's first black show and they're like, let's make them all idiots. I think technically that was actually proud family, but.
1: No, because the younger brother who was obsessed with money was kind of smart. Corey, famously. Corey,
0: yeah. And then he got his own house.
1: <laughs> no, he lived at the White House. <laughs> the, the plot <laughs> of Corey at the house was not that. He got his own house. hmm did they keep- I never watched an episode of Cory in the House, but did they keep that character trait of him being, like, really money-grubbing?
0: No. No? They kind of reset him. Uh. hmm No cap. No, yeah, I, this is, like, my lazy, could maybe count as a costume if I wear this out today, mm. but then also, it's not gonna, like, restrict me at all if I wanna, like, you know, party up at the concert, so... That's uh that was the compromise I made. I uh, dressed up in a full beekeeper suit for the first time ever yesterday as my costume, uh, and that was kind of restrictive. It doesn't actually allow for like a good range of motion.
1: Also, I don't think it counts as a costume if it's something you actually do for a living.
0: What do you mean? Uh,
1: you know what? My career is not your costume, Adrian.
0: Your career. I didn't go as a. I didn't go is Never mind. <laughs> I don't know where that joke's gonna go.
1: Clearly just implying I'm a prostitute is the funniest thing to do, <laughs> as we all know yeah. by the, uh, I don't go to where you
0: work and slap <laughs> the slap dick, out, the of dick out of your mouth. <laughs>
1: <Yeah>. <laughs> Every comedian... That's day one of comedy school, is they teach you, applying the person's rule a of
0: threes, one. and then <laughs> <laughs> and implying that the person's a prostitute. Okay, you're right.
1: They start with rule of threes, then they do callbacks. They're like, wait, if mm. you said something a while ago? If you reference that, that's really funny.
0: mean, well, that seems advanced. I was say like I think they would do rule threes. Cuss sounds are the funniest sounds. <laughs> so if you want to use that constantly as much as possible, how did we get here? What were we talking about? What's going on? Hmm? What's your weekend? How are you doing?
1: <laughs> uh, my weekend was good. I went to some Halloween parties. Okay. Man, I was okay. so brave. I didn't get scared from any of the costumes.
0: Ooh. Did you get a little horny from any of them? No. mm mm-hmm. huh.
1: I went as Ang one night, and then the next night I did a couple. I think you costume. went as Tenzin? God damn it, cut that out, cut that out. <laughs> I went to Tenzin the first night, and then the next night I went with Izzy, went as Frida Kahlo, so I just... uh.
0: You went as a self-portrait of Frida Kahlo, so you guys just both went as Frida Kahlo?
1: <laughs> kind of, yeah. I just ironed on a bunch of Frida Kahlo paintings onto a t-shirt, so then mm-hmm. I just went to the gallery of Frida Kahlo uh, paintings.
0: That's cool. Yeah. That sounds like you could do that as, like, everyday wear.
1: Uh, I kind of put them half all over the shirt. To kind of mm-hmm. give it a gallery vibe, but so... it. I yeah, don't you know how they really
0: kind of like hang things up just wherever they throw a dart <laughs> and that's where they hang up the, the, the painting?
1: I thought... Uh, I don't know. Shut up, man. It made
0: sense. <laughs> okay, yeah. It sounds cool. I'm sorry you hate it when
1: I make artful decisions.
0: I think the... Uh, I didn't see a whole lot of costumes this weekend. I, I didn't really do much. But the, the best couples costume that I saw... Sorry to Nicole and Pierce. Two of grad student friends of mine went as... Uh, Hulk and She Hulk, uh, so her uh, husband was uh the Hulk version.
1: I don't even know if that's a couple's costume. I haven't seen Sorry, the show, but I did meant they go out together?
0: Pre and post, so like w- sh- one was her as the lawyer, and then the other one was She Hulk as like She Hulk.
1: I thought you meant like they went out, Bruce Banner and, no, no, yeah. and She Hulk. And I was like, I don't think they hook up. I don't even know if they know each other.
0: They're they sh- they're shown together in the show.
1: The Mark Ruffalo version or one of the other people who've played.
0: I don't know. You think I'm watching this show? <laughs>
1: Also, I said Bruce Banner, but that's Batman. Who's Hulk? He's Bruce. No,
0: that is Bruce Banner.
1: Oh, Bruce Banner is Hulk?
0: Ruth Banner Ruth Banner G- G- <laughs> Ruth Banner Ginsburg
1: <laughs> Dude oh my god I went to a, a spot for brunch today That had that sort of like naming convention For everything on the menu oh, where god. it was like The Notorious BLT oh. And I was making fun of it And as he just looked at me she was like you think you're so cool Don't you and I was like you know what I- I'll-
0: I do. I'm cooler than this menu Yeah yes. I'm cooler than this menu <laughs> <laughs> Yeah I'm glad you stuck by your principles on that one Don't let her bully you like that
1: I was like this one you're not gonna embarrass me on this one This is very lame of them
0: <laughs> she's not joining in on this she's a uh, she she just likes those things i don't know mm, well i'm glad there's someone to check you on your bs paul but in that case totally totally are totally right on you
1: oh my god there was like the globe fritters or something what else was there all of it was like sort of hip-hop inspired puns even though it was like uh, a very white restaurant
0: yeah there wasn't any like underground hip-hop references there wasn't like a tech nine burger
1: there was, I don't know if this was a hip hop. I mean, I guess it is a phrase outside of Tupac, but they had one that was called like the California Lovin' or whatever, or California mm. Love.
0: The beer on the menu was, uh, they call me Big Hoppa.
1: No, I think that would, uh, I think that would be too confusing for them. That that, that one hasn't been memified enough.
0: Mm. Actually, that is from a brewery that I went to in Portland. They had that. But they're cooler over there.
1: The, they, they had the deeper cuts. You have yeah. to actually listen to the music to know.
0: Mm-hmm. They had the, uh, Bitch Pussy Smell Like a Penguin Burger. <laughs> and the cheese came with it like a slice of pepperonis. <laughs> God, Danny Brown has some good ones.
1: How about you? How was your uh, Halloween weekend?
0: Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I went to a little Halloween party yesterday. It was chill. Nicole and Pierce and I kind of dipped out of the party for a little bit Uh, to go to a haunted house over in uh like the edge of Davis. We got there too late to do the full package, which is uh you get three things. You get a haunted corn maze, you get a haunted house thing, and then you get to do this ride where you like shoot paintballs at people dressed as zombies. But we got there late. So that last one was totally sold out by the time we got there. Uh, and the line for the haunted house was so fucking long. So we just did the corn maze. It had like two scares in it. There were like two people who popped out and that was it. It was just kind of a long walk. <sighs> I mean, I wouldn't say that it wasn't worth it. That's kind of what I was looking for in the experience. It was really fun, but uh, yeah, not really worth it. I'm not gonna lie. Maybe one of the worst haunted houses experience I've had, but damn, you know, at least it was fun. Cause I was there with my buddies, at least if we had to wait for an hour in line, it involved a lot of us talking shit about other people. That was fun.
1: God, I love talking shit about other people.
0: Um, and then we went back to the party because we figured it was still going on, even though the host, I don't know if it's like a Midwestern white thing, but he listed a start time to the party and an end time to the party, 9.30 <laughs> p.m. <laughs> Wait, really? <laughs> yeah. I hey was man, like, I is this a child's this birthday friend party? <laughs> I'm,
1: not, I'm not letting you go to any parties with an end time.
0: Um, yeah, I don't know. I was like, I, I that got- can't. <laughs> is that a cultural <laughs> thing or like...
1: I'm going to go wingman you on Bumble Friends. I'm going to start a Bumble Friends, change my location to Davis. Please do. What else is there to talk about this week? What's been going on? Nancy Pelosi's husband was attacked with a hammer. That sucks. Getting
0: hammer timed, yeah.
1: You know what? I- I've only ever said nasty things about Paul Pelosi in the past because he very clearly uses his like. He said such nasty in- things. With Nancy to do insider trading. Uh, I mean, technically... Legally, I'm sure it's not. I'm sure they check all the boxes, make sure that everything's legally above board. But like, you don't become a millionaire married to the most powerful Democrat in the House without pretty obviously slipping around some boundaries. But you know what? I'll 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 say something nice about you now. I don't want you to get attacked with a hammer. That's uh, you should be in jail, certainly, but shouldn't be attacked with a hammer. That's not how we deal with criminals.
0: I think the person should have used a hammer and a sickle. That's my opinion on the topic. Anything else from the news that you want to talk about with a weird amount of sincerity? I did tweet this out. I don't remember if I sent it to you
1: uh, to get your yay or nay on it. But uh, Mm. it was about the list of felonies that the person had been charged with. And they included elder abuse in it. And I was like, that's just kind of catty of the SFPD at that point.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Um.
1: (laughs) Like, leave it off. Give him, leave him his dignity. Don't charge his assailant with elder abuse.
0: Oh. Did you have any strong opinions about... I have no idea how long ago this was in the Twitterverse. Things move so fucking quickly. Uh, Coffee garden lady, do you have any strong opinions about that? Any sincere things you want to say about that?
1: I missed that. What was that?
0: That was the woman who, like, put out a tweet about how she was... uh, How she wakes up every morning and has a ritual where, like, her and her husband just sit in their garden and drink coffee for a few hours and talk every day. And about how, like, it hasn't gotten old. And there was just an entire discourse around, like, how disgusting it was for her to display her her to display happiness and privilege like that or whatever like
1: what are they th- that's also such an american mindset because you know in other countries even third world countries people don't work nine to five a lot of people actually oh, have yeah. gardens and enjoy their time out and like you <laughs> describing
0: how my grandma's morning goes <laughs> uh,
1: that that sounds very pleasant that sounds like the dream wait are there leftists who aren't fighting for that dream for us to be able to do that
0: I know, right? But no, it's a disgusting display of privilege for you to talk about it pre-Revolution.
1: Yikes, okay. Once again, thought that was a dream? I'm happy somebody's living it. I'm glad she's not working for Lakeid Martin or whatever the yeah. other leftists online are doing.
0: <laughs> Alright, any media roundup?
1: The People Under the Stairs. Not that scary. If you read like a description of the plot points, it seems like it would be the scariest fucking movie you ever saw. But I think that's like with the understanding we have now of like how good production is in, like, a 2010s, 2020s horror movie. Back then, they didn't know how to make things actually scary. So it's not that scary, but it's really fun. It's a great watch. Uh, really funny, cool characters, fun and interesting dynamic, like, fight and action sequences. Yeah, it's a, it's a great watch.
0: Never heard of this Sounds fun.
1: The premise is that a person being evicted, and he's a child, so this child's going to break into his landlord's house and steal some gold coins that are rumored to be stored in there. But they break into the house, and it turns out that the landlords are into some edgy, scary shit, and they get stuck in the house, and it's uh, action uh, from there.
0: Yeah, that sounds rad. Does he get to kill the landlord at the end? Is it like a cool message, or is it like a bootlicky message?
1: You'll have to watch to see. Oh, I'll also mention that Jordan Peele is uh, producing a remake or a reimagining of it.
0: I had two things for media roundup, just quick stuff, new pivot gang, uh, single, uh, Aang. So obviously on brand for the podcast, he clearly listens and was like, I got to put one out for the real ones for the big facts, no cap boys. Uh, yeah. And then right before the episode, we were talking, uh, before our, we got our internets fixed, uh, we were having a choppy conversation about Hitler wears Maze 10, uh, which was a bangaruno front to back.
1: Yeah, uh, uh, t- it's called ten. It's-,
0: it's the tenth installment, though.
1: Yeah, but it's called ten. It's not called Hitler Wears Hermes ten.
0: I'm sure if you Google that, you'll be able to find the album, though.
1: I just feel like you should call it what West Side Gun called it.
0: Nope, I'm gonna misname it. I'm gonna <laughs> I'm gonna dead name it.
1: That's kind of what you're doing. You're calling it by its old name.
0: They didn't have an old name. <laughs> um my two thoughts on it or two things i maybe want to talk about it one at certain points i forgot it was a west side gun album and i thought it was a stove god cooks album which i'm not mad at <laughs> uh and then two i'm so surprised at how polarizing the introduction track is uh fly god jr like i think it's a really? um, I I think it it's a so great song good. yeah i think it's one of his best songs
1: how did you feel i love that uh i love the skit where it was his daughter just talking
0: shit yeah yeah
1: Hey yo. I don't know. Every track just hits so hard. It was like just the best version of what he has to offer from beginning to end.
0: Yeah, for sure. A lot of great features too.
1: If anybody's curious, the drama around the name was obviously with Kanye really destroying his reputation across the last couple of weeks. He wanted to drop the Hitler from the title. So he just called the album 10, even though every other installment of, of this project has been Hitler Wears Hermes, which was his play on the phrase Devil Wears product.
0: His favorite metalcore group. All right, you want to get into the theme?
1: Yeah, let's get into it.
0: All right. Today, we're becoming ufologists. You,
1: you want to take another try at that? I think you mispronounced that word.
0: Ufologists?
1: It's UFOologist.
0: No, it's ufologist.
1: Anyway, so the theme for this episode is UFOs.
0: Yeah, unidentified flying objects, which I think is an out of date term now, isn't it?
1: Yeah, it has like yeah. a new name.
0: But we're going old school, because you know what?
1: I'm old school. (laughs) (laughs) I like that you said that was no hint of Steve Harvey in your voice. You just decided to go for... Everybody knows we're referencing Steve Harvey when we talk about being old school.
0: Yeah. I see. yeah, I'm old school. Paul, you ever been abducted? You ever seen a UFO?
1: No, sadly I haven't. I think it would be kind of cool. Let's start really basic with, do you believe in aliens? Or do you think UFOs are actual aliens visiting this Earth?
0: Okay. I, d- I think this is going to surprise no one in our audience. I think if aliens exist, it's going to be like bacteria on Mars or whatever. <laughs> um, I don't think it's going to be little gray or green men. Uh, I don't believe in aliens. And I don't believe that any phenomenon which we see on Earth is an alien.
1: I agree with the second part about no phenomena we see on Earth is aliens. There might be like complex life somewhere else in the universe, I don't really think it's likely to be mm-hmm. anywhere where we're ever gonna meet them. We're clearly all gonna die off before we have a chance to meet aliens. Yeah. And by how obvious it is that humanity's ending sometime in the next couple
0: million years. <laughs> yeah.
1: I-, I think a couple million years is couple a generous, generous. Yeah. yeah. I think we might have a couple mil left. I mean enough. I don't
0: even make plans for like next Tuesday like <laughs> <laughs>
1: I think that's probably going to be true for any creature that becomes as intelligent as humans, so I don't think yeah. that's enough time span. A couple million years is just not enough time for any species to make contact with another species. Mm. I think the universe is peppered with single existence species who live for a couple million years at most. Oh, and interesting. Just die off before they make contact with each other.
0: So how do you feel about that whole, like, uh, who's the one who made, like outlined the... Um reasons why if we ever encountered aliens it would only be negative because like either they know about us and we don't know about them because they're way more advanced than us or you know like all of those arguments or whatever
1: yeah i don't know exactly who said that but i know it's like isn't it based off of like the argument is it would be the same thing that happened to the uh native americans when they met europeans it would just basically be like a yeah more intergalactic version of that
0: it's like that line in uh war of the worlds or whatever where the guy's like this isn't a war it's an extermination um i don't know I, I'm sure. I mean, are you afraid of aliens or are you just like, no. oh, they're just going to be like some complex carbon chain thing going on in some planet far I away? I think
1: so. And I think if we did manage to communicate with them, we'd find out that they also generally had similar uh, pros cons lists to us, which is look, if they need any resources, if we're making communication where they could travel here, they could travel somewhere else for those resources. Yeah. I don't think Earth is unique. There's no reason to fight a war. To get mm. something that you could probably just, like, get an asteroid that has plenty of it.
0: I don't know. You think there's water everywhere else?
1: There, Water is one of the most common things in the universe. You think there are Cadbury eggs everywhere else? Ooh. You think there's human pussy everywhere else? <laughs> they they like, want us to fuck.
0: <laughs> Maybe.
1: That's the concept of one of my favorite sci-fi short stories. Check out Bloodchild. By mm. I, I want to say, like, Octavia Butler? That's who wrote that? I think so. Yeah, Octavia Butler wrote that.
0: Cool. So it's about a half alien, half a uh, human boy? Read
1: it, but it's about aliens who use humans as, uh, as breeding tools.
0: Oh, okay. Cool. So you don't think you've ever seen a UFO on Earth, and that you wouldn't?
1: Oh, no, I've definitely seen an unidentified flying object. I look up in the sky, and I don't know what half that shit is up there.
0: Yeah, I look at the constellations. I'm like, I don't know what that one is. <laughs> that's it. it's moving around technically how how do you engage or how many conversations have you had with people who are like convinced that they saw ufo ones i've had a lot of um interactions with this actually because let's see in high school i took a like a theory of knowledge class and so one of the things we had to do was present a conspiracy theory and i did ancient aliens mm. um so i had to give a whole presentation on that idea did it turn um, out that the
1: egyptians and arabs were too dumb to make the pyramids themselves
0: yeah that was my conclusion okay I was like, Nazca lines in Peru. You think Peruvians can do that? They can barely make a hut. <laughs> uh, and then what else? Oh, I took a sociology of the paranormal class in undergrad. So one of my um, one of my assignments was to actually interview someone who said that they had like a experience that was paranormal, and then break it down. And the first person that I interviewed was my friend Ethan, who had like a friend who like saw a UFO, and like I tried to write it on that, but there he wasn't giving me a lot like. He told me the story, and then I went through the boilerplate like, oh, well, I don't know. Does he wear glasses, and were they missing that day? And he was like, nope, that that nope, that wasn't an issue. This is real. And I was like, well, was it possible that, like, I don't know, like, whatever. I was going through, like, all the, like, basic skeptical points you bring up, and he was just like, nope, that's not an issue either. It definitely happened. And I was like, all right, well, this is kind of a boring story, so I don't think I'm going to write about this. Um... So then I ended up writing it based on my story. Based Wait, on the story. so when
1: you were proven wrong and you learned it was a real alien, you got bored with it? That doesn't sound like skepticism to me, Adrian.
0: There's wasn't much to write about. He was like, I had a friend in Florida who like swore when he was like out at the lake at night that something flew through the sky um and i was like i don't that yeah so instead that is
1: like every time a military person says they saw a ufo it really is just some shit like that and then they show you the blurriest video footage of a smear in your, <laughs> like what are, what am i supposed to take from this
0: um so i ended up interviewing my friend kevin at work who had a much better story about like a uh night out with his friends in high school where like they were out in the woods and like it. it one of the common stories uh one of the common themes of like alien abductions is lost time so, like, usually at some point in their story, they're like, oh, yeah, and then we looked at the clock and, like, three hours had passed, even though we thought it was just, like, a minute or something. I can't remember exactly what the story was, but I ended up writing on his thing. And I think there might have been drugs involved, so it's like, a really good, like, easy one to kind of tackle from a skeptical point. But, yeah, so, like, I actually, as an assignment, had to, like, talk to people about their paranormal experiences.
1: That sounds so boring. I could not imagine a worse hell than listening to people talk about their paranormal Kevin was cool about it too
0: because like kevin was like pretty open about like yeah i mean i'm pretty sure it happened i believe it happened but i don't blame anyone who's like yeah this is bullshit and then i don't think like my parents or anyone like my sister or brother it feels like a thing that dorley would believe in but i don't think we talk about it that often and i assume your family's all rational skeptics
1: i don't know i've never asked them
0: mm-hmm. i mean we did grow up with a close-knit friend group where one of them kind of just believed in every conspiracy theory
1: <laughs> i guess he never really seemed that into aliens
0: yeah, that wasn't his thing. He was more into, like, the big thing that, like, the government controls the weather with or whatever. That, like, I remember him arguing <laughs> with people about. I don't know. You know, these days, I don't even take the time to, like, just sit and look at the sky like I used to. I don't even know when I would encounter a UFO.
1: Yeah. And sometimes you see a shooting star, but you're like, I don't know what shooting star that is. Unidentified. Could be a UFO.
0: And sometimes I don't see shooting stars. Sometimes I pretend that airplanes in the night sky are, like, shooting stars. Could you have a wish right
1: now? now wish
0: wish right, right now? now.
1: Why why is there a single tear running down
0: your eye? Times are tough, man. We're still kind of in spooky season. Do you so I, I know you said like in real life you're not afraid of aliens at all, but do you like enjoy alien uh horror at all?
1: I like nope.
0: You're aliens or you're like there's a there's like multiple movies about how aliens can come down and take human form and like trick people. I don't know into what what the consequence is supposed to be. Maybe they like steal their body or something, but Yeah. There's multiple, like, aliens come down and look like sexy women, and I don't remember what the consequence of it is, because I don't really watch a lot of those movies, It's not really my bag. I don't know what the fuck you're talking about, about sexy women aliens. What are you talking about? There's literally, what is it called, like, uh, uh, fuck. I don't know, the the, the viewer knows what I'm talking about.
1: (laughs) Nobody knows what the fuck you're talking about.
0: I think this is another one where I'm gonna get a text immediately being like, yeah, Paul's wrong, this is definitely a thing that happens or whatever.
1: Uh, You've never gotten a text in your life.
0: That's true. Uh, I guess your, your immediate thought went to more like Annihilation or Contact or those kind of movies.
1: Contact has humanoid aliens, but it's like the type of, well, you know it from the South Park uh, spoof, I'm sure, where it's like kind of a cheap out where it's definitely just like, ooh, we're taking the form that we detected in your brain. Be oh, least yeah, distressing yeah. to you.
0: That is a funny joke. That's early South Park, right? Where he's like a th- the taco that poops ice cream. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's a good joke.
1: Really good book, by the way. And then... uh. Annihilation. Um, Annihilation, Annihilation, uh, I did not read that book. I saw the movie. I actually own the book. I do want to read it. I've heard it's good. Mm. That one, I forget what the, that was. Does, I guess it does look human. Isn't it like gray at the end of that movie? It's like a gray, all gray. It's like Dark Link from-
0: I don't have the uh, attention span for these kind of movies. I don't watch them. Oh,
1: really? Annihilation yeah. wasn't like that type of movie. It was not like contact. It was not like highbrow sci-fi. Mm. It was like action
0: sci-fi. Ooh, okay. All right. You're roping me back in.
1: I don't know. Uh, I, I do like those movies. I do like that type of sci-fi.
0: Cool. I think that's all I have to say about UFOs and aliens.
1: Sure. Let's uh, get into advice columns.
0: Yeah, let's do it, Bray.
1: All right, Adrian, I'm bringing in an advice column from Joe Queer, who I think he's a member of a band. So let me look that up for you since I know you know music.
0: Is that like Rockhampton or something?
1: <laughs> uh, he was the leader and frontman of the legendary pop punk band The Queers. Not familiar. Oh, they have a big Wikipedia page. They are popular.
0: Yeah. That sounds like older, though, right? That's like, what, 80s, 90s? Uh,
1: They, yeah, it seems like uh, formed in 81. So. Yeah. So Joe Queer is their front man. He fields questions for readjunk.com. And we have this question right here. Joe, I think I was abducted by aliens, but I'm afraid to tell anyone. What should I do? I don't want to be locked up in the crazy house.
0: I kind of like this. We got like the pop punk Willie dee doing this we got the pop-punk willie d sorry what was the question though just i
1: i was abducted by aliens what should i do i don't want to be locked up in the crazy house
0: Ooh, hmm do we still do that is believing in aliens like still punishable by, <laughs> by like being put in an asylum
1: I, you know what as long as people believe that the sandy hook victims are real yeah. i think th- this is a tame conspiracy at this point to believe in aliens yeah that's true let me see when this was posted uh 2007. Okay, maybe we're still in the era where that was, like, a real crazy conspiracy theory.
0: I wish they had given more details about getting abducted. That's kind of the fun part. Well,
1: they're probably embarrassed because they enjoyed the anal probe.
0: I'm glad we got that joke out of the way early. (laughs) I I, I know that you're not much for the the SNL, but when Kate McKinnon was on the show, that was kind of like one of her big skits was... uh, It was her, two other people being interviewed by, like, the CIA or whatever, or the FBI, because they claimed to be abducted by aliens. And the first two were always like, oh, yeah, they, like, it was this bright light where, like, I was shown enlightenment and, like, what the meaning of the universe was. And she was like, yeah, so they slapped around my titties and they were just checking me out. (laughs) Uh, It's a pretty funny skit. They do it, like, multiple times. It's kind of like Keenan's scared straight skit that they don't do anymore, I don't think, but...
1: I think that is part of it, right? Part of what makes it obvious that alien abductions aren't real are how, like, tightly coupled to, like, people's psychosexual insecurities, fears, okay, and... Okay,
0: Freud, let's go down this rabbit hole. ...issues
1: they seem to be, right? Like, the fact that they're anally probing people and doing, like, these really sexual medical experiences, it's like, they don't... It's like, that's not the first thing they would do, like, if they abducted you. It's not like, okay, we gotta go in his butt because he's insecure about that.
0: Mm-hmm. Do you think that was like a social contagion phenomenon where the first person who claimed to be abducted said that and so everyone thought that's what it means to be abducted or whatever and that's what you have to do? Like they were afraid to go against the grain.
1: (laughs) So the other people thought they were abducted and they just edited their stories to fit the mold of what an abduction is, which includes anal
0: probing. Otherwise, I don't know. Maybe it just catches on because it's the funniest thing
1: it is really funny that they would put something in your butt
0: it's not as funny as a story where they're like yeah they like tapped my knee to see if i had a reaction and they like drew my body or whatever (laughs) and then they like i don't know took apart something on my body to figure out how it works like it's never that it's always like slapped around my titties
1: (laughs) what do we do when we find new creatures on earth like what what are our first experiments do we check their reaction time What, what do we do with them
0: yeah, that's kind of what I was basing that on was like, you know, you draw it first, you try and figure out like, how, what, you know, what's moving where, like how the body actually of the organism actually works. And, you know, checking on basic things, like, does it generate its own heat? Does it get it? You know, is it exothermic, endothermic? Where does it live? What time? What are its activity patterns? Like, that's what you would do to like, if aliens were interested in understanding humans biologically. But then again, that's just uh, that's No, just- no,
1: no. When we find a new type of like hamster or whatever in the peruvian jungle the first thing we do is stick something up its butt that's that's what they don't tell you (laughs) no
0: it's like the guinea pig up your butt that's (laughs) 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 but yeah maybe that's just my uh western scientific understanding maybe aliens have a different way of doing science and learning about the world but yeah so i think an abduction experience where they just put you in a glass cage and watch you would be like the most What I would, uh, none of them gonna believe you either way. So I don't even know why I'm like making guidelines for what's credible.
1: You're saying these aliens captured humans, but they don't have camera technology to put you in a regular cage and watch you. They have to make it glass so they can observe.
0: Well, it's like one way glass, so you can't see them, but they can see you. Also, have you ever? I can't remember where I read this. I don't. I feel like it was more official than like an internet thing, but like it was some kind of paper talking about how if you ever encounter extraterrestrial life. You should, like, draw a triangle. That should be, like, the first thing you do to, like, see if they understand, like, shapes or something. And I was like, I could see the reasoning, but also I could see that completely falling flat. Like, what a weird thing to be so confident about that, like, yeah, if they can understand a triangle, they can understand long division, and they can understand cars.
1: (laughs) I assume you do, like, a Pythagorean thing where you, like, do, like, four, five, six or whatever. Is that the one that adds up?
0: uh, Oh, a Fibonacci sequence?
1: Pythagorean triangle. Is it three, four, five or four, five, six? It's one of those two. Nine plus... 16 yeah it's three four five it's 25 mm-hmm. exactly so you draw you know three etches on one side four on the other i think that's all the same thing that you, you left out the part where you're supposed to draw three four five on each like i said triangle. it's been a
0: long time since i've cared or looked into any of this <laughs> um oh wait isn't the question about like what am i supposed to do so people don't think i'm crazy
1: oh yeah we really missed yeah I mean, you don't have to tell people you are abducted by aliens. Nobody's going to believe you anyway. Yeah,
0: but also, I mean, like, what, what does it mean to live life with that dark of a secret just hidden within you at all times?
1: I kind of regret our answer so far. Why are we being so uh, dismissive of this person? I mean, I don't believe that it really happened, but I think I should answer the question as if I do believe it really happened.
0: That's what we do here. In which
1: case, I think the correct behavior would be to... Well, I mean, it, like, obviously you'd want to tell the CIA or something, but you know nobody's going to believe you. You can't go to the media. They don't care. They've heard this a billion times.
0: Yeah, even in 2007. There really is no
1: good options if you actually get abducted by aliens.
0: Yeah, it seems like one of those things where, like, you tell your wife about it, e- either she's a ride or die or not. Either she starts believing in aliens or she starts filing for divorce because she thinks you're a loony boy. Yeah. Would you divorce, over, would you divorce someone over uh, believing that they were abducted?
1: They, like if it was something that they're like i swear to god this happened in middle school but if they believed they were actively abducted like the night before i'd be like okay this is a real mental health issue
0: Ooh, and so you'd leave them
1: yeah well you know how i deal with mental health
0: issues. yeah i'll tell you what <laughs> run away love
1: adrian why did why i just see a tear run down your eye
0: love is hard man <laughs> do you think they should like seek out a facebook group for people who claim to be abducted or something like that like that is that exists right
1: yeah i'm sure there's uh communities for helping each other get through this yeah like grief communities but for abduction survivor communities
0: yeah again i wonder if that's a thing where there's variation in it where it's like some people are there and they're like i I was pretty cool i'm trying to have it happen again i guess that might be a separate group (laughs) the abduction chasers what do you think the best way to make sure you get abducted is?
1: They're just like sleeping on a bed out in the middle of a cornfield.
0: That is true. You probably have to move locations. You probably have to go to Nebraska or something.
1: All right. You want to hear this answer? All right. Yeah, sure. Locked up in the crazy house. In this day and age of complete idiots becoming media stars, I'd say you won the lottery. Run to the nearest rooftop and start screaming the news. You'll be on Oprah talking about your drug addiction and subsequent recovery before you know it. Your own clothesline won't be far behind.
0: Hmm. Get a deal with Gap and it is
1: I don't think anybody's ever become famous off claiming to be abducted by aliens. I think I disagree with Joe Queer on this one. I don't think it's gonna work out.
0: Yeah, I don't think that's enough to propel you to stardom.
1: Uh, yeah, I think that's just enough to make you like subculturally famous among the alien enthusiasts. If you have like a really compelling narrative and story, like you'll go to like Alien Con or whatever, and people will know mm-hmm. you. But that's about it. I don't think you're getting your own clothing line
0: off of this. I don't hear getting 15 minutes of fame from this. You're getting, like, a five-minute spot on the local news. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, bad advice.
1: Bad advice. I think Joe Queer, it's 2007. He doesn't really understand where we are as a culture. Mm. Or where we're going to be as a culture. In, in 2022, people just claim way crazier shit if they want to be famous. They're just like, I am an alien, actually, on TikTok. Ooh, that that would be cool. how you... That's how you would get a viral TikTok, is that you are an alien.
0: We've talked about this before, but... Uh... Kesha claiming that she had sex with a ghost.
1: <laughs> yeah, you gotta say shit like that nowadays. This is so 2007 to be like, ooh, this would be so compelling. Nobody would give a shit.
0: Could probably have, like, a, a, a clothing line that's just like, I got abducted by aliens and all I got was this lousy t-shirt. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, anything else? No,
1: that's about it.
0: Alright, let's bring in my column. Um, I brought him in for the cryptozoology episode, and this is from an actual book, that, like a PDF that I had to download from online. Um, Dr. Eldritch, kind of a guy who uh, answers all of the kind of paranormal questions that uh, are floating around online. Um, So, here we go. Dear Dr. Eldritch, I've been abducted by aliens and taken on board their spaceship for experiments many, many times. I've almost gotten used to it. The last time it happened, though, I thought I saw men in suits. Business suits. And I'd swear one had a federal ID badge. I'm not one of those crazies, you know, who believes in conspiracy theories and all that. But I can't help but wonder if our government could be involved in alien abductions. Would they do that? I mean, really? From Guinea Pig in Raton, New Mexico.
1: That makes sense. He lives in New Mexico.
0: That's one of the places. Yeah, that's that's if you want to be abducted. That's definitely one of the places you got to go to.
1: Now, old Mexico. The aliens would never go there.
0: Old well, Mexico, they're like, ooh, the crime over there. Too scary for me. If you were closer to New Mexico, would you have done the uh, Storm uh, Area 51?
1: Um, You know, honestly, all the like Channel 5 sort of journalists, including Andrew himself, that showed up to report on that made it look very boring. Yeah, yeah. It did not look like a good time. I don't know, maybe I would have been tempted to show up and see what was going on, but uh, it seems like I'm, I'm glad I didn't live close enough for that to be an option because it seemed like a real waste of time yeah i
0: agree i agree um all right answering this question
1: i think the g-men and spooks who work for our uh government are not interested in collaborating with the aliens i think they would be inherently aggressive towards them i don't think many of them have like a very open door policy uh Mm. in these sort of situations i think they would very they would be trying to kill them I feel like i'm
0: getting this wrong but wasn't that like one of trump's things is that he was supposed to declassify all of the ufo and uh alien stuff from the government
1: i do think that the cia probably had stuff from trump he was it wasn't really a 100 percent everything is declassified Mm. for him situation
0: and then biden they don't have to worry about because he forgets about it as soon as he hears it
1: well i mean it's not hard for them to program that into him considering he's a robot created by the cia
0: you think they had that technology back when he was uh when he was born paul (laughs)
1: No, but they killed the real Biden and replaced him with a robot. It's like you haven't even oh, read okay. QAnon.
0: <laughs> is that a book? How is supposed to read QAnon? His <laughs> post, leave a blog. Oh, okay.
1: <laughs> I don't think he ever says shit like that. I think that's part of the uh, greater QAnon expanded universe that they come up with that stuff. Okay. Okay. Back to reality. Back to this guy who was <laughs> yeah. Um, I don't know. It's tough because it is so obviously comedy.
0: Yeah, the whole idea of being like, I don't believe in conspiracy theories, but I've been abducted many times. <laughs> I'm almost used to it.
1: I think you have to go with the most likely solution, that it's a part of their experiment. They want to see how you'll react to the uh, to the idea of humans betraying you. Mm. So they dressed up in suits and implanted that memory into you, your, your mind that you saw CIA
0: agents. Okay, okay. That makes sense. You don't think there might be like a Men in Black type thing?
1: No, like I said, I think if there is like... If our government knows about aliens, I think they're definitely taking an anti-alien position because I think the deepest, most sinister parts of our government that are that well hidden would 100% act aggressively towards any threat or exterior source of power, not not try to work with it.
0: So what you're saying is the government does a good job of keeping us safe?
1: Hmm?
0: Hmm? No, I believe in democracy. Hmm. So we should vote to go to war with the aliens? (laughs) Exactly. If you put it up to a vote across the nation, how do you think we'd vote on a war with aliens? <laughs> in America? 100% for war
1: with aliens. Those, uh, I don't know. Those bastards don't believe in Jesus Christ.
0: Oh, that's true. What if they did?
1: <laughs> <laughs> well, then we'd all be converted to Christianity, right?
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think I've said that before
1: could you imagine if they believed in the exact same Jesus Christ they get to earth and they're like oh my god Jesus was one of y'all we've been talking about him for a while but we've been looking for his planet
0: what if they were what if they were muslims <laughs> <laughs> do you think americans would convert
1: you would have to right if the aliens came and they were muslims i would 100% be like i think i would i, I don't think Allah.
0: i i don't think americans would in general
1: They would have to incorporate it into their religion somehow. There would have to at least be a fourth religion that synthesizes American Protestantism with Islam.
0: I guess, but I could see them being like, you know what? The dinosaur bones were put there to test us. And just like that, God is testing me right now. And I will not follow this. I will not fail this test.
1: So God created aliens. You know what? They are kind of narcissistic enough to believe that God created aliens. Just just to test my faith. Intelligent species, just to test American Protestant's faith.
0: <laughs> and I will not fail this test in Jesus, in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen.
1: They're just like, yeah, we had Muhammad too. Cool guy. It's pretty hard for us to make sure it's the same Muhammad because we're also not allowed to draw him. So. <laughs>
0: the first thing you do when you meet an alien is you draw <laughs> muhammad
1: <laughs> no you don't because you're not allowed to but you're like they, they have a they have a prophet named muhammad we have one we can't compare notes we don't know what he looks like from mm. either direction you're allowed
0: to, like describe him right
1: <laughs> i don't know i think that might count as drawing him with words it's
0: verbal drawing
1: <laughs> you don't know how good i am with words adrian
0: that's true you can really spin a yarn i'll tell you what <laughs> we
1: what if what if the aliens came and they were edgy atheists
0: that'd be cool (laughs) i'd stay an atheist then i think they would we would definitely vote to go to war with them then yeah no cap yeah that's not yeah exactly i was about to say it gets tedious but it's like that conversation about if we are able to teleport uh is are you just completely different like is that even you anymore once you're done teleporting or whatever
1: I think the main thing people bring up is that's also like a question that was asked in the Star Trek shows was like, there were characters who refused to teleport for religious reasons in that show. Mm,
0: Jehovah's Witnesses?
1: Yeah. They had Jehovah's Mm -hmm. Witness aliens, but they refused to teleport because they thought it was killing their original selves and birthing a new creature, which I think, honestly, I'm on that side of the argument. It seems like that is what it is.
0: Yeah. I'm mostly just on the uh, side of the argument of like, you know. I got time. I don't have to teleport everywhere. I can just take the travel time. (laughs) I
1: got time. (laughs) Okay, where you got to be, oh?
0: Yeah, you really got to be there that quick.
1: Son, I know when we get back from the mission, you're going to spend two hours on Netflix. Just watch it in the pod on the way down to the planet. You don't need to teleport. Yeah. See the sights. Oh my god, you're going to be the best comedian in the intergalactic. (laughs) In the intergalactic federation.
0: Uh, alright, anything else for this guy?
1: Uh, no. I would like to hear the answer from, uh, Dr. Eldritch.
0: The answer is really the focus of these things, so here we go. Dear guinea pig, loyal readers of my column know that one of my roles is to separate the grains of fact from the chaff of conventional wisdom. To shine the light of truth upon the fleeing cockroaches of ignorance to engage in other odd metaphors to provide you, the reader, with the knowledge necessary to survive in a world of arcane dangers. Even so, it breaks my heart to address alien abductions due to the expressions of surprise and shock, followed by crushing disappointment. Here's the bad news. Humans have never been abducted by space aliens. No sentient extraterrestrial beings from other planets in our galaxy have ever been here. Planet Earth is a lonely, unvisited oasis in the vast reaches of space. No E.T., no Triffids, no predators, no gray things with big eyes. If you're the one who wants to believe, if you're the one who wants to believe, understand that I'm not saying that there isn't intelligent life out there somewhere. It's a big universe. I'm certain that there's life on other planets and probably intelligent races with scientific development, but so far, none has risen to an adequately advanced technological level to surmount the huge obstacles inherent in interstellar travel and drop by for a quick crop circle and anal probing. Sorry, that's the way of it. On the other hand, humans have been abducted for centuries by beings from other dimensions. Our politicians and bureaucrats receive terrifically nice gifts for letting it happen. In a future column, I'll give a complete primer on how to avoid getting probed. Until then, take comfort knowing that while those mysterious lights in the night sky may be unidentified, they're not from distant planets. In this dimension, anyway. Good luck, and let me know how it comes out. Dr. Eldritch. Um, I like how that mirrored a lot of what we kind of said about things. I did not expect Dr. Eldritch to, uh, take that, uh, route. Although I like how he did undercut it the entire time with, like, oh, but also there are different dimensional beings, and they can definitely come over here. <laughs> But in terms of aliens and like discrete space. I,
1: I didn't know he really played the character of somebody like in the Eldritch universe that much, like because he's Dr. Eldritch, like dimensional space exists. But
0: yeah, yeah. yeah. also one of the things if you choose to go find this uh, book or PDF online and read it, uh, a lot of what was missing in the verbal reading of it was uh, he, he chooses to uh, capitalize a lot of different things in a way that I think probably means something. But anyways, yeah. Cool. Any other thoughts on that? No, sorry. All right, you want to get into a third seggy?
1: I do. All right, Adrian. For this third segment, we have something for you called Alien or Alien. Okay. All right. Alien versus Alien. Um. So the concept is, I'm gonna name an actor, and you're gonna an actor. I'm gonna name an actor, and you're or actress, but actor in the non-gendered sense, and you're going to let me know if they're an alien insofar as I'm defining it as foreign-born. Or if they are- Foreign-born to the U.S.? Foreign-born to the U.S., since we are Mm -hmm. both American uh, in our citizens. Do other
0: countries call immigrants aliens?
1: I'm not sure. I also didn't look up the technical definition. I ran with my own, which I decided was foreign-born. I don't know if there's like a more specific definition of alien.
0: All right. Sounds good to me. Um,
1: Or if they've played a alien- character in media
0: i feel like that would have been a useful thing to look up about like what the political history is of the specific term alien being used that has to be politically charged
1: but i will say i don't some of them that i were foreign born i did not cross-reference every single role they played so if you can prove me wrong and you say somebody played an alien and you know an instance i didn't catch you get triple points
0: all right all right what am i going for
1: um, so I have one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. I have eleven actors. Uh, how many mm-hmm. points do you think you can get? get eight. think you can get eight, okay, I get eight. We'll start with Pamela Anderson. I think my
0: score is gonna be like two crop circles put on top of each other.
1: <laughs> <laughs> the first actor we have is Pamela Anderson.
0: Oh, I mean, that's an all American lady right there. This is making me wish that I had taken. Wish right Phil's recommendation to watch Pam and Tommy, because I'm sure they go over whether or not she's international or not in that (laughs) in that series.
1: That's scene number one, right? Well, they wait till after they show you uh Tommy's uh talking
0: penis. Right, right, forgot about that too. I'm gonna say that she played an alien.
1: I'm sorry, Adrian, to disappoint. Pamela Anderson is not all American, she's Canadian, and they do go over it in Pam and Tommy. They show you how she was discovered at like a Canadian football game. Really? Yeah. Goddamn.
0: How do I feel about that? <laughs>
1: Emotionally, how do I feel about learning that Pamela
0: Anderson is Canadian? Does <laughs> she say a boot? Does she say a?
1: No, I think she knew that she needed to sell that all-American girl image to get the Baywatch role. Uh, so she sense. really okay, cool. exercised that from her. I, I made that up. I have no idea if she actually <laughs> tried to change how she speaks. Next up, we have Natalie Portman.
0: Oh. Well. Hmm. How are we defining alien in terms of, like, playing a role as an alien? Like, is Thor an alien? Yes. Okay. Natalie Portman. God, if you only do Canadians and just, like, make it really <laughs> sneaky like that, I swear to God. <laughs> Justin Bieber. <laughs> um. Okay, Natalie Portman definitely played an alien.
1: No, she is Israeli. Fuck! <laughs> <laughs> Next up, we have Chris Hemsworth.
0: Okay, so two so far, and my score is zero. Chris Hemsworth, oh wait, he's Thor, right? So yeah, he played an alien.
1: Okay, Uh, is that your final answer?
0: Yeah, I feel like if you don't give me this point, I'm going to fly to Charlotte and kick your ass. <laughs>
1: <laughs> okay, you get one point out of the potential two, because he played Thor and is Australian.
0: <laughs> oh, ah, damn it. So wait, I was going to get triple points if I pointed out that he was Australian, but no, no, also no. played Thor? You were
1: going to get double points because I knew he was, I knew where he was from. Oh, you okay, get triple okay. points. It's only if I you, bring
0: new knowledge. Yeah.
1: If you, if you gotcha. were like, wait, Natalie Portman, sure, she's from Israel, but I remember that she also played an alien in this movie and I hadn't caught that while scrolling through their mm-hmm. filmography. Then okay. you get uh, triple points. Okay, okay, okay. Um, so in this case, you got one of two points. Okay, got one point.
0: God, my lack of no- knowledge about celebrities is really, is really killing me in this one. Okay, next up
1: we got Tony Shaloub.
0: Wait, when did Natalie Portman move to America?
1: I think as a child, which is why yeah. I wasn't sure like what counts as alien if they have citizenship or not. Which is why I went with foreign born as my definition. I'm not, you know,
0: gonna find out. What about out. like foreign born at a military base?
1: I I don't know. I didn't really dive into that. Uh, okay, into that subtlety.
0: What if they were, like, former-born, but, like, in what eventually became an American territory?
1: <laughs> That's explicitly no. I did dive into that subtlety. I just happened to not pick any celebrities.
0: Okay, gotcha. Um, who is this? Tony Shaloub? Tony Shalhoub. Adrian Monk? What else is he known for? Uh, Can you give me some of his other roles?
1: <laughs> uh, what do you call it? He, uh, plays the, uh, dad in, uh, The Marvelous Miss Basil.
0: Oh, I still need to watch that. Goddamn. Um... Because I know in that show they go over the actors uh, <laughs> where he was born.
1: <laughs> yeah, that would be super useful information. Um, he was also in cars. Tony
0: Shaloub.
1: In, in Spy Kids. Could you imagine if in cars they were like, they made a big deal about him being like a foreign car?
0: <laughs> was Tony Shaloub born in Lebanon? Is he a real life alien? Locking Not it no in. answer.
1: Okay. Yeah. I am sorry to break it to you. He is Lebanese, but he was born in Wisconsin.
0: Um, what, M- Wisconsin, Lebanon? <laughs> <laughs> Any chance? No. He played
1: Jack Jeeves, an alien arms dealer in Men in Black
0: at a pawn shop. <sighs> we are the Men in Black. Next up,
1: we got Brie Larson.
0: Brie Larson. Mm hmm. That sounds foreign. Wait, Brie Larson played Ms. Marvel. And I don't have enough information about the MCU to know if that's an alien. Does she just gain a power? Marvelous
1: Miss Measle.
0: <laughs> the Marvelous Miss Marvel. Ms. Marvel.
1: <laughs> when you said that, I was like, wait, what, is he getting a bit confused? With because we just, and then I was like, oh, he's talking about, uh, it's not Miss Marvel. I forget the name now. It's um
0: <laughs> Captain Marvel.
1: <laughs> Captain Marvel.
0: She's like, please, Miss Marvel is my mother. <laughs> Call me Captain Marvel. <laughs>
1: I I am very high up in the military. I am a captain. (laughs) And you will respect my authority.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I didn't go to eight years of military school to be called Mrs. (laughs) Um, This is another one where I could see her being a sneaky Australian or Canadian. Um. A sneaky
1: Australia—that sounded really racially tinged. <laughs> I don't know. I don't think.
0: Austral- I don't think I feel bad about calling people from Canada or Australia sneaky. <laughs> I did use the term "sneaky Lebanese" last night, and I forgot that not everyone at the party knew that my best friend was Lebanese. <laughs> <laughs> sneaky, dirty Lebanese. <laughs> <laughs> um, Lebanese. Okay, I'm going to say Brie Larson, definitely American, played an alien. You got it right. Uh, Miss Marvel, or sorry, Captain
1: Marvel, you really <laughs> implanted that in my mind. Uh, Captain Marvel, uh, is from the planet Cree or the people from her planet are called Cree.
0: Oh, we're going to get some nerds in the audience coming at you, Paul. Um, actually
1: next up, we have Isla Fisher. Who is that? Uh, redhead in, uh, one of the later here. I'll show you a picture. In one of the and what's my season.
0: point score right now? I'm at, like, three right now?
1: Yeah, because you've gotten Brie Larson right and uh, Chris Hemsworth.
0: Like, I vaguely recognize her, but I really don't have a sense of who she is at all.
1: Okay, we can skip her then. Uh, I'll find another one. I think I have Wait, some I, that I uh, deleted.
0: I was about to say, I need those points, baby. <laughs> what, what, what was her thing, though? What was the answer?
1: Uh, she's Australian.
0: Uh, okay, classic.
1: Next up, we got Mila Kunis.
0: Oh, born in the Ukraine or USSR.
1: Ding, 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 ding
0: but she also plays an alien in Family Guy because they have a cutaway gag about Meg being an alien. <laughs> I guess, Look te-
1: it up. you know what? Technically, in the uh, in the Star Wars spoof they do, she does play a worm that's an alien. Okay. Oh, yeah. You're right. Wait, but has she voiced Meg for every season? Let me check.
0: Everyone after the first season or like second season.
1: She's still voicing Meg? That must be a good yeah. paycheck. That seems like such a boring job. Yeah, dude. Yeah, you're right, 1999 to present, so she would have been the voice actress for the episode. Five um, points. Okay, three points, so you got five points. Uh, next up, we got Rosario Dawson.
0: Can you name some of her other work?
1: Other work than what?
0: Other than, like, yeah, like what would give it away, whether or not she was an alien or not in a movie.
1: Okay, let me look her up. Would you like to see
0: a picture? I know what she looks like. I'll uh, tell you what, she doesn't look like what I think an American would look like. She was in Kids? she was um in wait so as we've established with mila kunis voicing an alien also counts sure voicing an alien counts
1: she was in the movie puerto ricans in paris
0: but i don't think she's a big voice actress so it would have been a real role that she had where she was playing an alien she
1: was in sorry to bother you
0: i'm gonna say she played an alien
1: you are correct she Boom, played six points a young woman who turns out to be the long lost alien princess from zarthra in men in black
0: pulling a lot of men in black i I should have watched those movies
1: (laughs) next up we got antonio banderas oh but by the way she was uh the yeah obviously she's puerto rican but born in new york so that was uh, kind of what i was
0: trying to trick you with there i i got what you were going for and personally i'm offended by it wait why Trying to be like, oh, Adrian has a archetype of what an American looks like, and it's not Rosario Dawson, I'll tell you what. You're not going to catch me slipping.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Antonio Banderas. Famously, the dad from Spy Kids.
0: Yeah, Spy Kids.
1: I think that's his most famous role.
0: His brother's Machete. Or maybe it's his wife's brother who's Machete. I can't remember who, uh... You know, how somebody pointed
1: uncle? this out to me the other day that they just have... They're, they're a Spanish family with a, a Spanish daughter and a Jewish son for no reason. <laughs> like,
0: <laughs> no, it's... Yeah, yeah. How does that knows? happen? <laughs>
1: what, what is that?
0: Yeah, there's a little bit of sleeping around or something.
1: Like, sometimes you just have a Jewish son. <laughs> sometimes, so, sometimes they come out that way. Just to have a Jewish son. Uh, famously, Puss in Boots.
0: All right, so Paul... I'm going to go ahead and call my shot on this one. A long time ago, we did an episode called Odd One Out. And in the Odd One Out, I put groups of three people together based on a common thing. And you had to figure out who was the odd one out. And I had one where it was Mila Kunis, Antonio Banderas, and someone else. Where Antonio Banderas was my trick because he was born in America, but he's played an alien before.
1: I'm sorry to break it to you, Adrian. You are wrong. He was born in Spain.
0: I did not remember my own game. God damn it. I thought that was a shoe in Um, okay. Okay. Next so I'm up. still just at six. Next up we got- Man, that was really embarrassing. I really called my shot on that. I thought I remembered that from that game. <laughs> Next up we got Vin Diesel. Ooh, Vinny D. Vinny D. Vinny D. Vinny D. I think I also looked into him for that game, and I can't remember what it was. <laughs> oh, fuck. Um, I know that, like, he doesn't actually know his family's like heritage, and like he kind of just claims that like I think I'm probably black. Like I know I think that's what something he said in an interview before. But in terms of like international status, is he Canadian?
1: And that is he, uh, is he like Cuban or something? White Mexican, like Mexican, Cuban?
0: Who knows? Um, damn, what has he done besides Fast and Furious? When we when would he have played an alien in like an action movie? I guess it's not uncommon. I'm gonna go with Illegal Alien. <laughs>
1: I'm sorry to break it to you. He was Groot in Guardians of the Galaxy. Oh, fuck.
0: God, these fucking Marvel movies. God damn it. (laughs) But he was born in California. You know these don't count as movies, though, right? It's not cinema. (laughs) Uh, I didn't say film. I said movies. (laughs) (laughs) All right.
1: Uh, Next up, we got John Leguizamo.
0: I'm going to go with played an alien. I think he might have been another like New York City born um, dude.
1: Do you want to explain your logic for that at all?
0: I don't know much about the guy, but that's the vibe I get.
1: Um he was born in Colombia.
0: Oh god
1: damn it. Next up we got Michael J. Fox.
0: Ooh, Mikey J! Back to the future, back to the alien future. Uh what else has he done? Um
1: I think he was famously a human child in that movie.
0: That makes sense, that makes sense. It's sci-fi, but it's not aliens. Um what else has he done? Um I'm gonna go with Sneaky Canadian.
1: I don't even know if he's a sneaky Canadian. I think that's very popularly known.
0: Oh, okay. All right. Seven points.
1: But he was the one added on to replace Isla Fisher. So that's the end of your points. You fell one short of your goal of eight. Damn. Wow.
0: Guess I really can't tell between the aliens among among us and the aliens on the screen. Is there a reason you wanted to pick people who, like, our parents would know, but I wouldn't know? (laughs)
1: I think because they mostly show up when you like type in like famous foreign born actors. Mm. Also, like what who am I gonna pick that what what? Like I'm gonna uh, pick you two. Tom stars?
0: Holland? <laughs> someone relevant for our time. Uh-oh. and I would have been like, he's British, mate.
1: Oh, okay. You want me to pick the easy British ones? I
0: purposely You could've used- done an entire run of like people were like, You ever apologize or like let someone know before they watch a show that someone's gonna be British? <laughs>
1: <laughs> those did all seem too easy. I feel like you'd know most of them. Uh Idris yeah. Alba, like I feel like you would have known uh
0: Alright, what did we learn today, Paul? If anything.
1: Big fact. Sometimes when you see an unidentified flying object, it's just an Australian bird going to spread wildfires. And that's okay. That's true though.
0: Yeah. Uh no cap. Um if aliens were gonna come here and abduct somebody, why would it be you? You're not that special.
1: Also, big fact number two, fuck cheaters. Let's get out of here. Bye, buddy.
0: Bye. Oh, I forgot about that. (laughs) Divide
1: Divide and roll. visitation. Inner spaces invaded, some say, by alien races. They orbit our sun for thousands of years, creating supersonic wind tunnels that funnel severe takeoff weight. So aircraft that pass the range come sacrificing a mass of flames. Atmospheric oscillations cause extreme acceleration. The physical damage could devastate the electrical or chemical biological substances smuggled by the government's officials to customers. Moving air streams would cause ionization. Cosmic rays within then expose you to radiation. All this plays in the part of the great invasion of rectangular equation, your game awakening. We land our plane on the planes of the land is formulating the plan to stick, or oh, there's a chance for I'm it
0: through the atoms What is this loneliness I'm feeling? It's all in your hands Oh,